Oh, yeah, Conroe. That's right. It's Nerd Thug Radio time. We told you we'd be back, and we didn't lie. It's Monday, it's 1 p.m., and it's Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. Uh, Corey DLG here, and I'm here with the uh, with Team DLG. We're doing another DLG takeover, which means for your benefit, there is no Joey Savage. Uh, here with uh, Sticky Vicky. And uh, Nico DLG here. <laughs> And as always, the man in the box, Nico DLG. Hey, guys. This is 104.5, 106.1. They are the sister stations. We are streaming on IRLoneStar.com worldwide. Uh, and then uh, you can always find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on um, Facebook, and all kinds of other stuff. Pippa. Uh, iTunes. Apps, iTunes, things. Stuff, if you If places. you Google us, we will come to you. YouTube, eh? Utube. We are on the Utube. That's a big one. And uh, we are also now streaming on television. I say streaming. We're airing on television now here in Conroe on oh Sudden Link. You can find us Tuesdays hey, and Thursdays. She doesn't watch oh, it. Wait, the camera's on this side. At 3 p.m. And while Victoria orients herself to the studio because she has no idea where she's at. What? Welcome back to another edition of Nerd Thug Radio. How is everybody? Uh, episode 68. <laughs> all right, fine. It's episode 68. Yeah. Nico, how are you today? I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Vicky, how have you been? Um, yeah. Tell us about your great day. It's your... been hectic. Uh, I work in a community center in an undisclosed location. Okay. And, um, All right. Witness protection. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> I work with a lot of kids. And, you know, sometimes kids, they just, uh, they push your buttons. Yeah. It's kids... been one of those days. <laughs> kids have it's that been innate one ability. one of those days. Just one of them days. Uh, yeah, kids can be uh, fun, and then they can be the worst, the worst thing ever. I, I just wanted to go on record that Corey was saying stupid babies. <laughs> That's true. I was <laughs> saying stupid 10 babies. Minutes ago. Uh, you know what? Now that you brought it up, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I'm not afraid to air my positions on the air. Uh, I am of the position now that elephants no longer deserve protection of humanity, and uh, baby elephants are stupid elephants, and when they die, we should do nothing about it. All babies are stupid, though. None what? of them get themselves in good Th- situations. That's fine. All babies are dumb, but, like, okay, there's so many people on the planet that, like, while it is sad for the people involved when something happens to a baby, but there's so few elephants on the planet that if a baby elephant dies, like, it makes a headline somewhere. And at this point, I don't understand why. I've been watching some YouTube clips, and apparently baby elephants get themselves stuck in all kinds of stupid and obnoxious situations. They are six foot, 400-pound babies, and they're just getting lodged in things. And then their family has to freak out and save them because they all have an extra arm that none of them know how to use. And that's the thing is like when you watch them, they're all trying to do stuff with their arm and they're just poking the baby in the face with it. Like they're just hitting it in the face with the trunk, trying to get it out of the stuff. They're disciplining their child. Right. I know what you're all thinking. What baby elephant hurt Corey? <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know what? Like I, I'm one of those. You? I'm one of those. You know, we don't do politics on the show, but I'm one of those. I get, I get called here in Texas all the time a liberal, a tree hugger, uh, a feminist. I get You're called square. Con- I know. I'm 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 left. I'm, I'm really center on those things, but in Texas that's pretty left. But yeah, I'm out on baby elephants. I'm out. I'm 100% out now. Every time I every time I see one of these clips, like I just saw one where a baby elephant got itself trapped in a water trough upside down. The level of stupid that gets involved where you fall into a he water was just fountain. Trying to have a good time, Corey. I don't care. Look, man, <laughs> there's a time enjoy, and a place. He's trying to enjoy his time swimming. Right. And mom didn't clearly explain that a water trough isn't a swimming pool. He gets himself upside down in it, and now mom is stuck trying to figure out how to get him out while lions are circling. Here's the thing. 
There's like, what, 30 elephants on the planet? I don't know. I made that number up. There's way more than 30, but okay. Oh, okay, great. Then let's stop worrying about them. I'm out. I'm over it. I thought there were only 30. Um, no, but look, it's life or death out there in the jungle, right? Like, he needs to know that. And like, yeah, have a good day. Play around. Enjoy yourself. Stuck in a trough, though? See you next life. Sorry, kiddo. It was a good run. What were you, eight months? Okay, later, buddy. Right. We'll, t- we'll tell your future brothers and sisters all about you. You were the precocious one. You were funny. Now you're dead. Like, I don't like... I, wow. I'm out. Teach him the hard this, lessons. Yeah, we're coming in. We're coming in I, with I, those I, tough life lessons. And, and Learn from your dead sibling. And Jeez. It, yeah. Triggered. Yeah. It, in the jungle, that's how it works. Hey, uh, we don't go in that pond over there because I used to have another uh, kid tiger and it got eaten by an alligator. So now we don't go over there, okay, guys? The other, the other kid tigers say, oh, okay, that's a good lesson. I don't want to die by alligator. And any, and any kid tiger who says, I could take an alligator, feel free. Get close enough. See what happens. You know what we don't do? We don't scramble the helicopters. We don't get the park rangers out there. We don't pull kid tiger out of alligator's mouth. But, oh, man, elephant, baby elephant gets stuck in a well. We summon the help team. We, we, we drive over there and we save the day. Why? Why? Because elephants are not going to eat us. Is that what it is? They're just we're on the same team. I don't know. I have no. I Herbo, don't, I team herbivore. Right. Team herbivore. Team herbivore. But technically, we're not. We're, we're not on team. Yeah. And if things get rough enough, don't think we wouldn't eat one of them. And let's not find out they're delicious, because then I'm way off team elephant. Like if we ever find out elephant is like some of the best meat, like Kobe steak times ten, forget it. Forget well, it. To all of our elephants listening, I'm still Team Elephant, okay? That's fine. You be Team Elephant I'm all day team long. Elephant. And, like, we were talking about it in the break, and you were trying to impress me with your whole, oh, but they Look, can paint. I couldn't find facts that were that exciting. Right. I mean, they're, the big thing is that they're giant and that they're— They got tusks, and they live a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, decent amount of And they, have, they get a bad so break with the tusk it. thing. I get that. Like, we—poachers hunt them down for their tusks because the tusk is a rare material. and all. I get it. That's a bad deal. I do feel bad for them for that. I don't feel bad for dumb elephant baby who can't stay out of a water trough, though. I'm, I'm, like, they're wild animals. Like, there's got to be just an element of natural selection to this. Like, there has to be. Because if we're saving the dumb ones, then all we're going to get is just a massive average intelligence breed herd of elephants that don't know how to stay out of anything bad. And then, God forbid, like, a whole forms in Africa, and they all just walk into it thinking we're going to pull them all out. Corey's Darwinism is showing. That's right. <laughs> right. As the oldest of four siblings, five siblings... I, I am of the opinion that, yeah. Wait a second. Five? One of y'all. Yeah, I got a stepsister, too. You see, you guys oh, don't yeah, count her. Yeah. yeah. We don't count her. Because because never yeah, we haven't, you guys we haven't like, really met her. But, yeah. So, yeah, I'm of the opinion one of you guys didn't have to make it. Okay? Four would have been a pretty good number. Yeah. Huh? Right, right now, they're trying to figure out which one of them it should have been. Oh, I know who it would have been. <laughs> yeah, we all know who it would have been. <laughs> It, Love you. It would have yeah. been, it would have been Nico. <laughs> it would have been me, but you guys wouldn't be able to do anything without me. I, I mean, we'd have found a linchpin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so babies can push buttons and so can baby elephants. And that's why I think we should just leave them exactly where they're at at the bottom of a well. My buttons got pushed by children, Corey's, baby elephants. <laughs> See, I feel like that makes me more reasonable than you because we all know no, babies can do many, that. How many day-to-day interactions are you having with baby elephants that they're pushing your buttons so much that you feel so passionate about it? I don't it? want to talk about it. Okay. Let's just say that... Yeah, what did baby elephants do to you? What let's, did baby elephants do to you? I'm, were they your resources that saved the baby elephants? I don't understand. Let's just say that baby elephant's probably never going to repay its debt, and I now feel out 
one whole rescue hey, operation. Hey, you you were you were once rescued. This is true. I've been rescued twice. 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 Yeah. Once from the side of a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. They were gonna use a helicopter to rescue me that time. See? Are you gonna pay back those but, debts, Corey? But the helicopter was being reupholstered in the neighboring state. <laughs> that right. is the I just wildest. want you to know that you have like really bad luck. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I'm with that. I understand that. That's why I feel like we should leave the elephants behind. I, I don't see the connection there, though. <laughs> well, take the walk with me, okay? If giant dumb things are going to be killed off, I'd rather be them than me. So let's waste all the bad luck on them. And then I don't think that's how bad, work, keep, bad luck works. Keep funneling rescue operations and love my way. It's hundred percent how it works. I don't. I don't know. There's only so much. I don't think there's only so much <laughs> rescue operation and love in the whole world. It's a zero sum game, and I need all of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I think you've taken more than your fair share. To be honest. I yeah. I would like to think that I'm do whatever I need to make it to the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I just need enough to make it to the next day. Over sure. and over and over again, forever. Yeah, forever. Forever. I, I don't want it to ever run out. <laughs> right. Want to forever be rolling. owed the next day. No, I just listen. I don't. I don't see the point in keeping them around. If, if all they're, if all we're doing is building giant steaks that we can't eat, who walk around and eat our trees and poop on our grass, but we can't do anything about it because they're endangered and protected. I don't understand. Like, there's nothing magical that the elephant gives or takes away to the I environment. Hope, I hope that science advances and we do find out something about elephants. And what if Corey it's like we'll the, have to eat his words? No, that'd be fine. Like then I would feel I'd be like, man, okay, good job keeping those guys alive. Thank God y'all were didn't listen to me. But heaven forbid it's the day after you guys listen to me that we find that out. It's like the Star Trek thing when they needed the whale song to oh, right. save the world. And whales had been extinct for hundreds of years. They had to time travel to go save the world. <laughs> but time travel was in their back pocket. So thankfully they were able to do that. Also, they had time travel. Convenient. How come they couldn't fix that other than the whale song? Right. Right. If you have time travel and all you can do is go back and record whales with it, <laughs> you're, you're screwing up time travel. I think you're wasting time. No, I guess right. I guess a fair point would be there is they don't want to mess anything up, so they're like, "We'll just Actually, record a whale." You know, you know what? They didn't record the whale; they stole the whale. <laughs> okay, the completely different. Completely right. different. They've messed everything up. They now. retrofitted the cargo hole to become an aquarium, to put the whale in. To put and they teleported the whale into the aquarium with water, and then they went back through time. Is that even? Is that even considered was a whale? That, it's just the same was, molecules as a whale that looks like a whale. Right? Is it's it a, a whale? It's a copy of a whale. Right. What? Yeah, because the the matter will like it disappears, reconstructs it in the new location. Right. That's how that's how the teleportation works. No, yeah, Essentially, that, teleportation but... and time travel are copies. Right. Facsimile. So there's a, there's a, there's... you are gone. You're dead. Yeah, you're you're gone. Though. As a matter of fact, if you remember, and we're we're gonna get out of here with this. If you remember the movie Prestige, uh, Wolverine is one of the two magicians, Wolverine and Christian Bale, and Wolverine Christian Wolverine Wolverine does a trick where. He falls through a trap door here and winds up all the way at the back of the, the movie theater at the, of the arena, and his magic trick is teleportation. What he's actually doing is he found a machine from Nikolai Tesla that makes a copy of himself, and he is dying every night, dropping into a water tank where they drop a door on him, and he drowns in the tank while the new him is up on stage finishing the trick. What? Yeah, I mean, there's also, Question there's is, also uh, a Star Trek. Do you have, track. like, a linked conscience? That you well, that's what he. That that's what he starts talking about later in the movie. He's like, I've I've either died a hundred times or I'm brand new. Right. There's also a Ooh. episode of uh, Star Trek where that happens, where like one of the captains, there's they find another one, and he's like, I'm Captain Kirk, and he's like, No, I'm Captain. <laughs> oh yeah, because what the world needs is two of those guys. Right. And on that note, we're gonna take a break because what the world does need is more Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, that is called a segue. <laughs> 
Come back to us in just a couple minutes. Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, it's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. With school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, the kids need to get out of the house and need a place to go. Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas, and in various events every day, and especially the weekends. Dungeons and Dragons, Family Game Night, and other various events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Mmm, what's that easy listening right there? Uh, yeah, it's like smooth jazz, just cruising in your car. This is Nerd Thug Radio on 104.5, 106.1. They're the sister stations. And this is uh, streaming right now worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, check us out on the podcast, YouTube, Facebook, your mom's house. We're pretty much everywhere. Um, Corey DLG here, and with me, as always, is Nico DLG. Hey, guys, what's going on? And then with me, as occasionally, is Sticky Vicky. I'm back to that. Yeah, why not? You seem so disappointed. Okay, I mean... <laughs> it's going to be your international radio name, Sticky I, Vicky. I, um... Love it, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Listen, the harder you... Fuck <laughs> the things you're <laughs> giving, Victoria. Right, that's right, okay. it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> no one said you had to like it. That's a loosely defined gift. Is loosely no, you know defined. what? Nico's right. No one said you have to like gifts. Gifts are just things that people give you that you didn't ask for. Usually, <laughs> that's actually yeah, that's true. So you're welcome, ungrateful. You're welcome. <laughs> Nico's right. You're Doesn't ungrateful. Doesn't mean I have to like it. No, right. but you should just out of decency. If you were a good person, you'd like it. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I'm Come gonna on, give Nicole. it away at a pink elephant. Right, no, yeah. Right. yeah that's also triggered. Good luck wrapping that. <laughs> elephant triggered. <laughs> you know what? That's why we do that. That's why we call them white elephants, because nobody wants them. Oh, I call it a pink elephant. <laughs> yeah, you did. I don't know. You go, to, lame, you go to lamer elephant parties than everyone else. <laughs> everyone goes to the Where white elephant. Where did I get elephant. pink elephant from? I don't know. I just made that up. I've got no comments. I know. I have approximate knowledge of most things. <laughs> that was a great episode of Adventure Time. <laughs> it really was. I have approximate knowledge of most Frank things. the Human. Yeah, no, that's yeah. almost my name. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's almost my name. How do you know? He's like, I have approximate knowledge of most things. That's impressive. I like that. That's a good line. Um, so speaking of good lines, if you thought that you were going to be able to go to www.walmart.com and skip the lines and order your tiny baby Super Nintendo system, mm-hmm. bad news world, sold out already. What? Sold out. So Walmart, what they do with their inventory is they know how much they're going to get in their warehouses. They know how much they're going to get in their stores. And they allocate it accordingly. In, okay, we'll play a game right now. We'll play a game. Everyone will, uh, you you two will guess how long it took Walmart.com to sell out of their online inventory of Super NESs. Uh, Nico? 30 minutes. Victoria? 27 seconds. Okay. Um... (laughs) This will be the last time we have <laughs> Just mark that down on my calendar. Remind me next time. I'm like, hey, get your sister. We'll just do a family thing. I don't have to do that. I'm, this, this was under no obligation. I just, I did it, and I regret it. Fair enough. I'm about to say, you're going to price this right me? Uh, 28.95. Yeah, that's what I would. 28.99, Bob. Um, it's, uh, it's actually 40 minutes. 
Ooh, Nico still wins. Woo! Uh, but it did sell out of all of Walmart's warehouse internet inventory. You set that up for any really impressive numbers, so that's my I, guesstimation. Uh, 40 minutes, less than an hour to sell right. out of a physical I, thing. Yeah, why is it not impressive to you? That costs more Walmart's. than $100. Walmart. But it's online. But you got to think how many Walmart would get. Oh, that's true. The answer was 12. They got 12. <laughs> no. Uh, it's got to be at least 12. It's got to be, <laughs> at, least be at least 12. 12. You're not no. wrong. I, I know I'm not. I have approximate knowledge of most things. <laughs> uh, no. So anyway, yeah, it sold out in under 40 minutes. And that just tells me that this is going to be one of those things, again, where no one's going to be able to get a hold of this. Nope. It's going to mm. be like $400 on it's, eBay. Yeah, it's going to be worth a bajillion dollars on the eBay almost immediately when they come out. So if you are one of the people who bought one online from Walmart.com in those 40 minutes, congrats! prepare to like quadruple your money. Right. You could sell it immediately. Well, I mean, that's what I would do. I would, I mean, you don't have it yet because they're not out, obviously, but you will be the one of the people getting one. So as soon as they're released, I would immediately flip it onto the, onto the eBay and be like, I wouldn't even say that I don't have mine yet. I would just say, we'll deliver when auction ends and set the auction link four days out and just take all the money and run i mean and ship the product and ship the product <laughs> not <laughs> but for money run. stealing right right no so yeah um it's gonna be another one of those things just like the classic nes how fast that was like impossible yeah no those, those were instantly like 300 bucks on ebay and you know what was weird is those were gonna be available in walgreens that's a super weird place to put that right and sold out yeah, immediately, obviously, because Walgreens isn't a big box store that you put tons of product in. But that's not necessarily true because I've walked through Walgreens. I mean, um, they have a lot of stuff, but they don't right. have like a huge image. They're not a Walmart. Right. No, they're definitely not a Walmart, but they do have a lot of like the as seen on TV stuff, yeah. which blows my mind. Also, they now do packaging, which is just smart to me that says like as seen on Shark Tank now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's smart, too, because I love me that some Shark Tank. Right. That's a show that's like weirdly appealing to everyone. Right. Right. So uh, this also was on television uh, here recently. Shark Week is now over, thankfully. Oh, tragic. You guys survived it. Deep breath, everybody. Celebrate your life. No elephants were harmed in the making of this year's Shark Tank. Shark Week. Shark Tank, Tank Week. Shark Tank Week. Um, that being said, this year they didn't make a fake documentary about a megalodon shark. <laughs> um, That's sad. I what was they hadn't for said one. was Michael Phelps racing a shark, <sighs> which we all knew. He was not going to win. Uh, did you see that great ad, though? The goat versus the shark? Because he's the greatest of all time. Um, is that confirmed? It's, I mean, yeah. This is the most he's awarded. He's the most decorated Olympian in all history. I mean, so far. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, Michael Phelps. I didn't know that about you. I just thought you just liked to swim. Didn't realize that. Yeah. Didn't realize. I mean, I knew he won a couple. But, like, I mean, how many are we talking here? What, 23? I, I don't Check that. That's got. A, that's a high number. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 18. I don't and I don't even know what I'm basing what? that on. What? 23 is a high number, but you're going with 18. Yeah, 23 just feels unnaturally high for a number of medals out of a swimming pool. I don't know, man. Right? I mean, how many? What is he? Is he winning like four medals in like what four Olympics? That's 16. That's a lot of medals. Yeah, he's got 28 medals total and 23 gold. I was right, 23. Dang. Okay, real quick. Some sort of break down there. How does what is that? Four Olympics? Three Olympics? What is that? A lot. He swam. He swam in a lot. He says. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Coming in with he that. won thirteen in individual and then sixteen. Oh wait, no. Sixteen in team, thirteen in individual. So over over three Olympics. I think so. Wow. 
It's serious. Teen though. So then he swam like a part of and he got sixteen. Right, but I mean he still got Yeah, but that's I mean that's part of the gig when you go with the yeah. US. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're on a team. Yeah. Go America. Woo Olympics. Okay. Team uh, America. That's, that's fair then. Yeah. So you guys got gold twenty-three medals. gold medals and he couldn't beat a shark. Right, but Millions of years it's of evolution. A shark. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they put it like a special? I was like, I'm pretty sure sharks can swim like 40 miles an hour. Or no, something. and I thought that too. And I was like, there's no way a human but could see, that's swim. Go that fast. But we can't go that fast on land, I don't think. But they've done we're this. And that's what we're designed for. But they've done that clip where the wide receiver gets on the treadmill and runs for like a very short period of time, like 35 miles an hour. Which there's, which they always would say that like our limit is like 20 or 25. But like, well, Usain Bolt, I think when you calculate it out, it's it's over that. Yeah, like he peaks at probably like 40 or something like yeah, that. I yeah, he so. does. So, I mean, depending on the distance, in the, it's not... And then they put like a special tail on Michael Phelps, didn't they? Like oh, he sure. wore like a mermaid suit. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wore like a soup, a big fin on both feet to generate more force. I mean, I'm sure... He could have. There are ways to help him. So here's what I thought but, they were going to do with that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I... I, I thought they were going to do some kind of... I thought they were going to put him in a long tube, like a glass or like a plastic tube of some kind. And then I thought they were going to have... Like, they were going to chum the water and get an actual shark and then throw some bait a distance away and then it's... yell, go, and have Michael <laughs> Phelps swim the length of the tube. I thought that's what... <laughs> I thought that's what they were going to do. Why would they do that? I'm not going to So lie. that he could literally race a shark. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had, I mean, not that specific of a vision for it. I was just imagining. Or like, like a net wall. Some sort gonna... of divider between the two. And then, like, they threw Chum out there, and they were like, go for it, guys. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, same time-ish. And then, like, no, they but it wasn't. just got, like, the fastest, like, a shark saw how fast they swam. And it was like, all right, Mike. That's what it is. They does basically... anybody call him Mike? They do now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike, shark... you're going to have to swim that. The shark crew does. What right, are they Mike. called? Mr. Phelps? Yeah. Why? He's about to get eaten by a shark. Like, I don't have to be nice to him. He's jumping in the water with a shark, If in my vision. <laughs> with yeah, a plastic tube. Vision, right. In a plastic tube or a net. Like, a net is going to stop a shark uh, from it, eating you. It works in Australia. Do you know that's what they do, right? In Australia, for the non-surf beaches, they put, they put, they put nets, like, a quarter mm -hmm. mile out. And then so they, they, can't, yeah. they patrol, they heavily patrol the net line oh. to make sure there's no holes and right, sharks now in the water. <laughs> yeah, because a shark has to continue swimming or it'll drown. Right. So sharks avoid nets because a shark is smarter than a baby elephant and doesn't put itself in immediate peril and then just die. That's because they have to survive as but soon as they're born. They kill their savage. brothers. They kill their brothers in the womb before they're even born. <laughs> They're like the most no adapted around if you're for killing. Nope. Yeah, they they got their they got their stuff together. Right. right. Let's, let's not compare. They've already, they've already baby committed elephants. murder as they come out of the womb. Yeah, literally. <laughs> murder was literally the case already game. eaten. Right. Turns out sharks are so hard. Right. Right. <laughs> they come out as murderers. They come, come out, out already with the tears. Teardrop tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Okay. That would we'll be a about, great album on. cover, like a shark <laughs> with some teardrops. Mm, like the beats, beats by Dre, and then like the teardrop tattoo. Shark with some teardrops. Yeah, man. He's got We're a gold gonna, chain. Please, nobody steal my idea. <laughs> that's that's going to be the cover for my country album now. Um, <laughs> He's going to have a cowboy hat, too. <laughs> right. Cowboy hat, Beats by Dre, teardrop tattoo. It's like the shark from uh, Toy Story. 
Hey guys, I'm, I'm, I'm Woody. Woody. Howdy, 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 howdy. howdy. <laughs> and now the name of my album is Reformed Killer. Um, but you gotta have a track called Howdy, Howdy, Howdy. Howdy, Howdy, Howdy. That'll be my party song. Crack open some beers. Howdy, Howdy, Howdy. Um, that's the whole thing. That's the whole like with a beat by Dre on it. Uh, but so I mean, getting out of here on this, I I just thought that they were gonna come up with a way to put a shark and Phelps in the water at the same time. I thought they were going to do two separate pools. Like, definitely not. You can't put a shark in a pool. They die. Great white sharks don't live in captivity. Yeah. What? There's sharks in aquariums. Yeah, they're not, not great, great whites, whites, though. And they said oh. that he was going to race a great white. Yeah. Every oh, great white has died in captivity. Shark. Yeah. No, it was going to be a great white. It was going to be like, can he beat the world's greatest predator? Oh. I'm not going to lie. My money was not on not on Mikey. No, no. Wow. Mikey, you don't have any faith in America. Mikey Torque. doesn't like it. No. Versus other people. Heck yeah. Versus sharks? No. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, and he lost anyway, so it turns out you were right. I just I was disappointed in how they handled it because a CGI shark is not a shark. Oh. Tragic. Right. It yeah. could be a quantum shark. Time traveling quantum shark. Uh, all right. And on that note, we're going to get out of here. And when we time travel back, we're coming back with uh, our next segment. Nothing special on Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant. The best scenery in town. Yeah. Woo! Hear those drums. Yeah. Nerd Thug Radio right back at you. Corey DLG coming at you on 104.5, 106.1. The Sister Stations. Streaming uh, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can find us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. You can search YouTube. You can Google us. You can look us up on Twitter, on Instagram on um, nerdthugradio.com. You know, I almost never say that one. That's ours. That's our <laughs> own little address on the internet. Your that's, home on the internet? That's my interhome. 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 I'm no spider. What? I don't need a web. Anyway, oh. <laughs> Corey DLG here with, uh, as always, the man in the box, Nico DLG. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's in the box? And then that's Sticky Vicky. <laughs> What's in the box? Breaking the rules of radio and speaking before being introduced. Um, yeah, it's all right. She's new here. Uh, anyway. I don't got radio etiquette. Y- you know what? We etiquette. never really go over etiquette when we bring people on. Right. Um, it's just assume they know because they're polite people. Right. Wait till you're introduced. Guess That's I'm okay. a heathen. You are a heathen, and we know this about you. Without just exposing your laundry on, on air, we, we know your heathenous ways. Anyway, um, tell us a little bit about, uh, you do fitness now, right? I do do the fitness. So you graduated from University of Houston mm-hmm. with a degree in uh, running body, around. Body science. Yes. And the science of the body. Kinesiology. This sounds like you listen to a lot of Lionel Richie and just like. Oh, nah. <laughs> oh, nah. Studying the body. Right. Uh, No, yeah. See? Heathen. Lots of science. Lots of science. Exercise. And science. then you yourself personally, uh, we talked about this last time you were on about a month ago. I'm gonna, we're going to try and get you on once a month here. We're going to try and have you around and do some little fitness stuff here where you kind of help people out. Okay. Uh, but you've gone on like a tremendous weight loss journey yourself. What, yeah, what do we say? Sure. 70, 80 pounds? Yeah, about 70-ish 
pounds, give or take some. It's not a linear journey. <laughs> I mean, you just had Whataburger, so I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Even trainers eat Whataburger. I don't Let's, think I'm doing very good. This right now. Yeah, I, I gotta be. I gotta be <laughs> promoting that healthy lifestyle. They're they're not I paying us, food. so you can say how gross they are. No, I'm just kidding. They are the best burgers, and uh, I think in fast food, so I'm okay with that. Um, but you uh, have started now going and doing personal training, right? Like helping yes, people. You, you're now licensed, right? Mm-hmm. So you're licensed, and you have a degree. Yes, sir. So if there's anyone who knows the proper way to do a push-up, it's you. This girl. It's with your knees on the ground, girl style, right? No. Oh. This girl style count? Is that how you've been doing? I mean, uh, moving on. (laughs) Push-ups are for girls anyway. I don't do them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what that means. Um, (laughs) I don't do push-ups, though. I don't do exercise. It's a terrible thing. Well, we can start. What's this wee stuff? You got a mouse in your pocket? Look, I'm (laughs) I'm dieting, and that's really, like... That's that's a pretty significant (laughs) portion of it, so, I mean... It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm like I, I'm aware that it's good for me, but that in no way makes it better. As you I do, you just gotta it. get some good recipes. I think. Switch it up. I have great recipes. I'm just not allowed to eat them. <laughs> great, That's a fair point. healthy right. recipes, I should say. Mm. Here's what I know about healthy food. This is just me personally, just in general and in life. As I eat healthy things, I know they're good for me because they taste awful. So, like, the more something tastes bad the more confident I am that this is good for me. And I also know that to be true because as I say out loud things like, this kale is awful. Well, someone will be like, kale's a superfood and it's got high nutrients and gets you healthy. And I don't want to hear that. But kale also tastes like garbage. Right, because it's just a leaf that a hippo didn't want. Yeah, kale's not that great. Yeah, look There's it up. There's plenty Hippos of don't other kale. healthy things you could eat, though. Like. Right. Feel free to elaborate because, no, there's not. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> What do you, what do you, what kind of diets, what kind of vague general diet recommendations do you make just in general, in life? In general, you typically want to start, and this is different because not everybody is a meat eater, but you're going to want to focus on lean protein, which can come from plants and meat, and you're going to want to focus on eating, uh, Particularly for me, I prefer like Whole Foods. So so expensive ones from uh, Whole Foods market. Oh no, not Whole Foods like the store. Like oh, like app, not processed foods. So if it's packaged or if it's processed or if you're heating it up in the microwave, it's probably not so good for you. Um, so the general rule of thumb is to stick on the outside perimeter of the grocery store because that's where all the fresh stuff is. And once you venture into the labyrinth. Of packages, you're uh, in, in the danger zone. It's too deep. See, here's the thing about the danger zone. First of all, it was a fantastic song. Was it a great movie, danger Top Gun? Zone. Danger zone. Top Gun um, too. Also, that's where the cereal is. So, gots to go in the danger zone every time I'm in a grocery store. Sometimes I don't even I don't even have milk in my house right now. Seventeen boxes of cereal. <laughs> you are a not even ashamed of it. Cereal aficionado because. When you sleep over, yes. our cereal is gone the next morning. Yes. You guys 100% buy... 100% always gone. We've started selectively purchasing cereals you do not enjoy. Right. And it's rice still checks. barely stopped. Uh, shout you. out to Rice Chicks. It's still barely stopped. Yeah, don't think you. I didn't catch on to that because I just started putting sugar on everything. But now you guys don't have <laughs> sugar in the house either. So the other day I just put salt and pepper on it. It's still <laughs> milk. I don't, I don't care. Seasoning. I, I, I put some cinnamon and some salt and pepper on those rice checks, and I still milked it and still ate it. 
was delicious. <laughs> didn't even blink. It was way. It was like a hundred times better than kale. Still, I believe that. Right again, it's stuff hippos don't eat. Fair Google enough. it. Just Google it. See what Go- you come up with. Google it. Google it. Googles. So you said lean proteins. That's mm-hmm. a word I hear a lot. And as a person who only eats bacon, I don't know what that means. All right. So lean proteins are the a little less exciting of the meats, I guess. So when you're, it's gonna be like chicken. your chicken breast, not. Your chicken thighs are still okay. They're a little bit higher in fat. They still have a lot of protein. Though. It's a lot of judginess because those chickens work hard. They walk all summer long. They're just, you know, the thighs of the chicken are more oxidative. So that's why they're darker. And that's why they have a little bit more fat. Okay. So, mm. um, the rooster loves that, though. The thighs. So, I mean, they're He's still good man. for you. Focus on, uh, try, try to limit your red meat intake. I know that's hard for us as Americans. Because we love our burgers and bacon and steak. Beef. But bacon's not a red meat. Bacon's just bacon. Bacon is its own food group, according to America. Yes. But uh, You can put bacon on anything. Right. It's still pork. You can put bacon on salads, and it's not weird. Right. Yeah, you know what that is weird? Also, bacon is just meat sprinkles. Nico, we discussed this. Bacon bits, meat sprinkles. Right. But they're delicious. No. No one's arguing that they're not delicious. But name a situation where sprinkles are bad. Like, have you ever gotten a sprinkle of something where you're like, oh, did you just put sprinkles on that? No, I don't want it. <laughs> no, no. No. There's never a situation. No, you're right. So, you're right. So when they you're made, right. when they invented meat sprinkles, that was the pinnacle of human achievement. <laughs> they put a man on the moon and Fair probably enough. in the same decade, bacon on salads. Bacon bits. So, like, life accomplished, retire humanity. 100%. Right. We're done. Seed the world to the elephants. Pack so, it in. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of chicken, turkey, and uh, fatty fishes. So, so, so you said turkey there. That's an interesting thing because that's a fake meat, right? No one actually—that's not a Tur- thing. Turkey's not a fake meat. Turkey, not a real meat. Turkey, outside, turkey makes you sleepy. Turkey though. does exist outside of Thanksgiving. No, it's a seasonal meat. Like it, it flies in from Alaska, <laughs> and then like the turkeys literally just fly into kitchens worldwide, November twentieth ish, and then uh, they get devoured, and then they're gone for a year. Yeah. The baby turkeys then fly away. Somehow that cross generational migration, multi generational dragonfly migration. Get it right, Victoria. Right. Whatever. This is the turkey equivalent of that. The turkey equivalent. Okay. Well, yeah. No, it exists, and it's pretty good for you. Uh, pretty high in protein, pretty low in fat. So what about turducken? Turducken is something I've had before. To be honest, fried. Delicious. Had duck. I don't know anything about it. I just think it's weird. I shouldn't think it's weird, but I do think it's weird. It's just another bird, Victoria. Right. You can eat all birds. But it's, it's a poultry. bird with a bill. I and mean, listen. Are you discriminating, gotta, Victoria? Yeah. Someone, That's rude. Someone's got to pay know. at the end of the day, no matter what, no matter which just, bird it is. Maybe if I tasted it, I'll change my mind, but until then. Oh, so, Victoria. yeah, focus on eggs, things like salmon. Um, the slamming. You can even get protein from things like uh, quinoa is actually... One of the only non-meat complete protein. So, but if quinoa you don't is like meat, super tiny, though. Quinoa super tiny. Not gonna lie, it's kind of hard to cook and season. But yeah, you can make it work. Uh, it's also it's really good for you. It's also incredibly elusive. Uh, it evades capture because it's so tiny. Because it's so gross that people don't put it in their shopping cart. <laughs> they see it and they walk right, right past it. It's like an evolutionary mm. skill that it's developed. As you shop, you go, oh, here's some salad and here's some quinoa. Kuni? 
Oh. Next, mm, next you, know item. you know what? It looks kind of like beans. As I'll mom get, called it, quinoa. I'll quinoa. get real beans. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you some quinoa. Quinoa Alvarez, like, the boxer? What you is... got me what? Quinoa. Quin, quin, quinoa? Quinoa. And I was like, quinoa? Quinoa? It shouldn't be pronounced quinoa, but let's... Let's, Move let's past digress. that. Let's digress. <laughs> you know what? Is we steal things from other cultures. We only take some of their words, <laughs> and then they don't make any sense. Right? Because we right. only took one. Because now them. we're like, oh, we only took the word quinoa, <laughs> and none of these letters make those noises in our language. Now you're quina. <laughs> that's just how it goes. Now that's just how it is. Now you're quina. So um, those listening, it's the middle of the day now. They already had lunch, but they're going to go to the grocery stores here in a little bit. So you're saying fruits, vegetables, nothing processed. Not nothing, but. Most things. Focus on eating whole foods. That's where you're going to get most of your nutrients. Things are fresher that way. So it's bad for your business, but let's say someone doesn't do any exercise, but they do change their diet. How drastically of a body change over like a six-month time frame is that? Just diet. Um, It depends on how drastic you go. Well, let's say they did what you were saying to do, all the disgusting stuff you said, kale and quinoa and all that. Um, you can you can change your body a lot by your diet. Um the old adage of you are what you eat is um, annoyingly true and accurate. But they just told me that because I was eating my boogers at the time. They were just like, stop. If you if you don't stop, you're going to become a giant booger. And I was like, that doesn't even make sense because they grow up here. I so. had one kid tell me that uh, boogers were brain poop. I was like, hmm. Uh, I had someone ask me a long time ago <laughs> if boogers were just dried brain. And I, I looked at them and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, do you think your brain grows this aggressively? And if it did, you're a lot smarter than me. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And I just don't know anything because I don't have that much dry brain falling out of me. Um, but, uh, you know, you can change your body a lot. Actually. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So we're going to get out of here now. But so just diet alone, you feel like would be a good place to start for somebody. It's a fantastic place to start. Um, typically, you know, if you want to lose... It's a little less sustainable when you just change your diet, but you can definitely do it. You you know, to lose about two pounds a week, even just one pound a week is like 3,500 caloric deficit. So you're talking about over seven days, you want to reduce your diet by 500 calories. That's why they usually tell you to work out because you could do, okay, I'll reduce my diet by 200 and work out 300 calories or um. 250, 250. So that's kind of why. Um, See, I'm an active sleeper, people, so I burn calories while I nap. I'm not sure how I can. Yeah, that's not accurate at all. Anyway, we're going to get out here on that. Um, but that's science, and I keep it in my back pocket. Uh, this is Corey DLG, Nerd Thug Radio. That was Vicky. She's real helpful. We'll be right back. Later. Hey, guys. Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. That's right. That's right. It's Nerd Thug Radio. We're on 104.5, 106.1, Sister Stations. I feel like we're accepting an Oscar right now, but getting played <laughs> off stage. I don't. One of the two of the morons wanted to hear the Jurassic Park theme song coming in this break. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, IRLoneStar.com. We're streaming worldwide. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on all things. This is Corey DLG. With me as always, Nico DLG. The boy in the box. And then with us today as a special guest, part of the DLG takeover, Sticky Vicky. 
What it? Boom. That's awful. Uh, before we get too far into it. <laughs> Good intro. Right, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Before we get too far into it, Nico, why don't you go ahead and tell us about our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Well, with uh, summer here and the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With a large selection of comic books, collectible card games, role-playing games, board games, and all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has uh, magic on Friday nights, not Friday night magic. There's a difference. Um, and various uh, events scheduled th- throughout the week. Ooh. I speak English. Yeah. Uh, and especially weekends. Dungeons and Dragons, Family Game Night, they got it all. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. On Robinson Road? Road? In the Woodlands, or Oak Ridge. Yeah, Oak Ridge. Yeah, that's the correction that I've been given, is that it's in Oak Ridge. But you can find Oak Ridge by going to the, the Woodlands. Woodlands. Right, because they're Next adjacent year. neighbors. Um, yeah, actually, you know, the, uh, we shared a post from them the other day. They're looking for more adventure gamers for Dungeons & Dragons. I believe it's on Thursdays. Um, but yeah, anyway, they got games all the time. It's 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 BMAC. We love BMAC. We love gaming gaming. We love Space Cadets. It's uh, a fact. It is. Uh, we've been filming our live HeroClix events there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got another date coming up. We're going to announce it here pretty soon. And um, very, very soon, we're getting ready to go to the television with that. So Ooh. get your party pants on, people. Um, speaking of television, uh, I have a story here. It will haunt you to your bones. It will chill you to your very core. <laughs> and that's my Tales from the Crypt impression. Um, TNT had previously announced recently... They were going to do a reboot of Tales from the Crypt. Um, anybody heard about this? Oh, no. I hadn't. No. So, in kind of unusual fashion for TV, and TNT especially, they usually have their stuff together. Mm-hmm. They're not going to anymore. They uh, San Diego Comic-Con came and went, and people were kind of like, I'm a little surprised I didn't see anything from TNT about Tales from the Crypt. And so they reached out to the people who had announced that they were working on it. And the quote they got back, is that the rights for this show are a train wreck. Uh, The rights for this thing are everywhere. Apparently, uh, Tales from the Crypt was a show on HBO, and then before that it was a comic book way back in the day. And the 1990s HBO series, they only owned some of the stories from Tales of the Crypt because Tales from the Crypt had sold the rights for stories piecemeal throughout throughout the life of the show. In other words, if someone liked one of the stories, they could just buy it. They would just buy the rights for that story. So when they sold the rights to 1990s HBO for Tales from the Crypt, they didn't have the rights to all of them. They just had the rights to some of them. And then on top of that, they also borrowed stories from a couple of sister series called The Haunt of Fear and The Vault of Horror to kind of round out and give enough stories to, to, to do what they were doing with the seasons of Tales from the Crypt. That makes sense. So a little bit surprising there that they made this announcement, and now that they realize post-announcement, but they don't have they don't have all their their ducks in a row. Yeah, that sounds like something you definitely want to check in advance, right? Before it, you tell everybody, that's like throwing a grand opening for a business and then realizing, oh wait, you're not you don't have the ability to open. I one. don't. You don't have like your tax ID that. or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I don't. So, I need to open a business account, but I don't have it. <laughs> right. An NWA. No, that no. NWA. I, that's no, it. That's that, it. That's the rap group. NWA, you, you the best group. You don't need them to start a business. A DBA. There, there you go. go. That's the one. Yeah. Not the NWA. If you have an NWA, that sounds like a. You could probably start several businesses, <laughs> but none of those require paperwork. Ah, dang. Yeah. Um. But so, 
yeah it just seems because a lot of times the creators will say like hey i'm working on something and i can't really say what yet because yeah. they know that they can mess up deals by mm. prematurely like if the rights aren't yeah. finished securing and then interest gets drummed up in that pro that particular property a third party could swoop in and steal that project from you yeah and so basically what happens in a lot of those situations is you know you don't want to say too much until you've got your your ducks in a row so uh i i'm a little surprised at this this seems a little odd um nico have you have you can you think of another time when something like this is kind of no I, I can't really think of another time this has happened i mean the only thing i could really compare it to that i would personally know would be like video game like development hell where things get produced and then like they'll lose the rights or they don't have the money to finish a project and then that project is like kicked around between like five six studios and, and then it, the game just never exists. Right, and if it ever even comes out, it's the worst thing you've ever seen. Right, Duke right. Nukem Forever, 25 years later, it's still oh, terrible. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that you're right. That's the perfect example. Because, like, early 90s, Duke Nukem, everyone, oh, that's the best thing ever. And then very quickly after that, someone announced the sequel, and then that studio folded, and then the other studio got bought, and then moved and moved and moved and moved and moved, and no one knows who owns it, and then someone's making it. And yeah. then it's terrible. Yeah, and then and then they finally make it. They're like, "Here's your Duke Nukem Forever," and it's awful. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Right. Um, but yeah, so do you know? Just one of the interesting things there. Uh, here's a question for you. Hmm. Do you know if Joe Mangiello is still Deathstroke? No. You remember this? The guy from Magic Mike was going to be Sophia Deathstroke. Vergara's husband. Yes, was going to be Deathstroke, the uh, assassin of the DC universe. Ooh. Yeah, he was going to be in the Batman movie from the script that was originally written between Ben Affleck and oh, okay. uh, I don't remember who the other person was that helped him write it. Well, now that they've scrapped that script. Oh, uh, Jeff Johns? Yeah, I think so. Now that they've scrapped that script, Joe Manganiello. Joe Manganiello. Am I? How close am I on that? What do you think? Mangelli. I think it's. I'm not gonna. I I'm not gonna call him that. Maggiano. Maggiano. Sounds like a pizza place. Definitely, it's an Italian place. Okay, yeah. So anyway, he knows if he's still Deathstroke or not. He actually, the other day they came to him and they, they pretty much point blank were like, what's up? And he was like, I don't know. I don't really know anything. And he goes, no, that's a lie. I do know, but I'm not allowed to say anything. You have to ask Warner Brothers in DC movies. Right, yeah. He's not allowed to give that information away. Right. But uh, that's still kind of floating in the air at this point because he's actually got a pretty full schedule. He's actually starting in a movie right now. They're filming it with uh, side by side with The Rock, uh, Rampage, like the monster movie. Oh, okay. And then he's got a couple other things already lined up. So if he's supposed to be in Batman, uh, they're going to do. Yeah, what's yeah. he doing? They're going to have to figure that out. Um, did you guys see Wonder Woman? Yes, we Heck both. Yeah, we saw it together. Did you think it was so good that it should get an Oscar for either Best Picture or Best Director? I don't. I don't think so that good i don't think so mm, i think it was a thing. really solid hero movie and i think it's way right. better than most of dc's other endeavors yeah but i don't know best film i don't know i don't i don't, I don't think know so. about that yeah i think there's there's so much i haven't seen personally that i what i've seen i don't think it's the best movie that i've seen this year so warner brothers has discussed an oscar campaign keep in mind it does have a 92 percent on rotten tomatoes uh, and it's kind of a little out of place here because the nominations are typically announced in January. Mm -hmm. uh, however, they are there. It sounds like they're internally considering really going full court here for best picture and best director. Patty. So Jenkins. are these are because this is something I've never truly understood, maybe because I really haven't asked or really bothered to look into it. But is are they based off of 
some sort of artistic quality or are they based off of numbers profits okay artistic kind of supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be just artistic because the academy is a collection of artists Directors, gotcha. producers, right. and actors. Because I feel like a lot there's, of the nominations proper... sometimes are the smaller scale. Right. Well, there's, like there's a lot more... of there's there's proper film like theory out there. Like this is how you make a good film. Like, right. You go to film school for that. Like it's like a proper it's a properly done like if you like if something's well directed, you may not notice it, but like if the director types the art types do. Right. And so right. the film art school people that's kind of yes that's who's but also to be. it's supposed to be like. It's supposed to be if something's like really well directed, like in layman's ter- like a like a layman, like a regular person would be like, "Wow, that was really nice and really enjoyable." When something has bad directing, even like a regular person notices like everything was abrupt and garbage. Right, exactly. Um, and so from there, uh, there's typically they don't campaign very hard. The studios, like they, so they present the movie to the Academy for their consideration. And one of the other things about this that's interesting is Gal Gadot is one of the newest members of the Academy. Um, so essentially the Academy is like a number of like, I'm going to, this is made up 400. It's 400 producers, directors, actors, and actresses, and they all get together and they vote on this stuff internally. And that's the nominations and the winners are the the top five or whatever. So it's the people who were up for the awards are not supposed to do anything about winning. Right. If they do any sort of campaigning, they're immediately disqualified and they get their picture disqualified. Uh, the Hurt Locker had a bit of an issue. One of the producers of that was disqualified because he actively campaigned for Hurt Locker to win Best Director. Gotcha. Um, but so WB, though, Warner Bros. itself is discussing putting a little weight to try and uh, get some I, I Oscar don't know. buzz. I don't, I don't know how I feel so much. I think it's more of a buzz for, like, the common people. I'm not sure how impactful it'll be for, like, the actual people voting for it. So who knows? I'll but, be honest. It's It's more of a... Is it a shady thing, do you think? I think it's I think it's weird that she's on the panel who gets to vote and her movie's in the thing. Like I think that's a little bit weird. Um, I think but that if, probably if happens talking, way but, more than we know though. Probably. Yeah, but also, if you think about it, how much is her one vote really? Right. Yeah. Swayed? Yeah. That's right. true. That's, no, that's, that's, also that's fair. But what I think is a little weird is Warner Brothers is one of the big three or four Hollywood studios. Like, right. For them to campaign for anything, doesn't that kind of like, could they spurn somebody who doesn't vote for them? Mm. That's true. Yeah, you vote for Wonder Woman, and if you don't, if Patty Jenkins don't get that Oscar, you ain't ever making a Warner Brothers movie. I mean, I think if that was involved, then yes, it's definitely shady. Well, that's, but a, that's also backdoor stuff. So that is backdoor stuff, but isn't that kind of implied, like, when someone powerful like that campaigns, like, doesn't that kind of... That's tips true. the balances. Definitely puts a spin on it that the, maybe is not... I'm just a little curious. So anyway, that was, that was a big announcement. It would be interesting to see if that actually does happen. Also, this, I know the music's playing us out here, just like in the Oscars. Before we get out, I do want to mention The Dark Tower. Stephen King's newest motion picture ad- adaptation releases this weekend. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey. Looks good. Ooh. It does look good. Gunslingers. I don't, I don't know anything about them, but they look really cool. Right. Uh, on that, we're going to get out of here for a break. When we come back, it's going to be the weekly top three, and it's top franchises of pop culture. Yeah. Hey, guys. Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. 
That's right, Conroe. You're coming back to Nerd Thug Radio. We're on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Uh, as always, we are on IRLoneStar.com worldwide streaming right now. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes, on Facebook, on NerdThugRadio.com. We tweet, we twoo, we twoot. I don't know. There's all kinds of things we do. We're we, also on the quantum internet. We are on the quantum internet <laughs> that China's building with their <laughs> super particles. We're on the next level. That's right. We go next level with that stuff. Uh, we are also on Suddenlink, uh, public television here in Conroe. Conroe's own Suddenlink television. Uh, I believe Tuesdays and Thursdays, 3 to 5 p.m., I believe. So when you're hanging out at home and you want to catch something excellent on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 3 to 5, that's us. Now, here we are at the top of the hour. It is not quite, but just a little past 2 o'clock, which means it's time for the weekly top three. Uh, I usually freestyle or something, but it's just me and I just pitched it to myself. It's a little hard Congrats. to kind of jump in and do like a freestyle. So like instead of a freestyle, I'm just kind of talking now. Yeah. But um, anyway, that there was you go. a great freestyle. Thank yeah, you. That was really good. That was spoken word. That was Lauren Hill type stuff right there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Solid. We got an mm. audience. He says it's good. There you go. And uh, yeah. So anyway, this week we kind of wanted. To, uh, I wanted to revisit something. We got a different group here than we usually do. So I wanted to do famous franchises, our favorite franchises in all of pop culture. We don't have to limit it to anything. Just kind of in the universe of pop culture. What are some? What are your three favorite franchises? Um, so go ahead and play along at home and keep score because we all know Nico's getting zero points with his answers. I got all the answers. Worst is first. Go ahead, Senor Boris to death. All right. Hey, guys. Nico DLG here coming at you live. Uh, just kidding. That's not my segment yet. I know. I was uh, like, what? <laughs> did, we, did we change? All right. What do, what do you oh, got? My number three is the uh, Lego franchise. All the all the movies and the video games that have been coming out. They're okay, okay. so great. Like, all of them have been really well done. The Lego movie was completely unexpectedly amazing. Uh, Lego Everything Bat- is awesome. Every, uh, Lego Batman was great. Uh, all like all the video games have been great for the past few years. So like I'm just it's just a great it's a great franchise. It continues to impress me. Super funny. You're right. Honestly. They're all yeah. They really, really are really Honestly, funny. So funny. And a lot of famous people in them. A yeah. lot of really famous people have participated. I think uh, they know it's high quality. Jonah Hill is uh, Hal Jordan, uh, confirmed best best casting of yes. all time. And it's it's Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum are are Green Lantern and Superman. Superman. And so it's funny because Superman doesn't like Green Lantern, and so well in the show in the movie at least. And so Green Lantern keeps showing up to like, hey, I thought we were gonna hang out. I thought you said we were gonna hang out. And Superman's always like, oh uh, yeah, I was just busy doing Lord. something over here. And then he <laughs> takes off. Uh, yeah, Will Arnett, Batman, um, really good. I, I did enjoy. You know what? The movie was really funny, uh, but the, the the best characters were the the unicorn, the little unicorn kitty oh, thing, unicorn cat. But yeah, whatever it was, man. And then uh, uh, the the pirate who was in like the the mecha pirate ship, <laughs> robo pirate guy. That was that was just really cool looking. And then he tells that story when they go on the mission and they all get blown up, and that's why he's just a pirate head on a robot ship now. Makes perfect sense, obviously. <laughs> Logical. Logic. He built a robot out of a pirate ship, and now he controls it. Like it, it's, yeah, I like the Lego stuff. The video games are a lot of fun too, and they they feature a lot of characters in them. Right. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, large and deep video games. Um, right. Yeah. They've always they've yeah. always like the when the first one I first played Lego Star Wars back. Oh man, I was a kid yeah. when that came out. I was right before uh, the Sith 
number three, episode three came out. Like, it was right before that one. Oh god, and I just loved it. I was not was gonna lie though. Funny. It felt like we were never gonna complete the game. Like there right. was so, it's so much many. to do. Yeah. So the savages are playing Lego Marvel Avengers or just Lego Marvel, mm-hmm. and they're still not. They still haven't unlocked everything. And and uh, little Willie plays on that thing steady steady he plays on it and they still have stuff to unlock so yeah. i mean that, that game's like two and a half like years old lots of like side pieces like side so i know like, like star yeah wars side pieces yeah side pieces. like side things like i know like in star wars it was like you could get all the money from the episode you could get all the parts to build the certain little right. ship from the episode the characters to unlock like there's just like lots of there's tons different of different aspects right. yeah and, and but and again this it's the entire new york city on the lego marvel one mm-hmm. and then you can create care you can create your own care superheroes and then you also can control the other superheroes mm-hmm. then they have like other costumes and other characters to unlock and like it's a lot of fun. Just, it is it's a ton a of stuff of uh i'm always captain america when i play that game because when you're going to throw his shield you can highlight everything you want to hit with the shield so i'll cover the whole screen (laughs) and then it'll the shield will literally fly around and hit everything and like i'll be fighting as the shield is also fighting (laughs) other stuff and then it comes back to me it makes me feel like i'm captain america Uh, great immersion yeah because it literally you'll watch it bounce around the screen as i'm fighting stuff it's great that's a great ass that's like a definitely a great aspect yeah no it's a fun little part of the game there um my number three is the X-Men franchise. Oh, it's pretty good. It is. It is. Um, I, I I mean more like the comic books than anything else because most of the games have been a little disappointing. Uh, the last two games actually were pretty good, but before that, the games had always been a little frustrating. I liked uh, X-Men Legacy. That was fun. X-Men Legacy? The one with Apocalypse? What is it called? Legends. Yeah, I was say, because Legacy, I think, is the one that's on the Wii. No, yeah. And I think that right. is terrible. Legends. Terrible. Uh, Legends 2. That was a great game. That is, that is Charles Barkley bad. Terrible. Terrible. I actually, that game, so... No, that's w- X-Men Destiny. Yeah, that is X-Men Destiny, and it is bad. <laughs> I actually, I went to GameStop and bought that for, used for the Wii for like five bucks, and yes. at the register, the guy from GameStop... <laughs> tried to talk me out of buying it it was five dollars used and he was like you don't want this and i was like well i've really never played it at all and i've got my hands on a week kind of for the first time so i was just kind of thinking about it i was just gonna you know it's five bucks yeah. and like if it's not any like i'm like you're okay I right you're not yes. and he was like no man no not even worth five right like he kind of was looking at me like challenging me <laughs> to ring it up like he was like are you sure you want this? He hated it so much. He was like, I don't even want to ring this up. Right. Like he, I mean, I think he thought he was actually genuinely doing me a favor by giving me poor customer service. Like he was, was like, was he, uh, in hindsight? Yes. He was, <laughs> he was 100% correct. It right was, on the mark. it was not a good game at all, but I do like the X-Men franchise, you know, Wolverine, uh, age of apocalypse blink. Yeah. The X-Men legends one and two. That was great. Yeah. Those were, those are really great games. Um, and those you can actually use like four characters on the screen at once and they're working together and blah, blah, blah. And the catalog is deep and there's a lot of characters featured. I liked that game. Um, some of these games a lot less I've liked. But like just as a whole, the universe, the trading cards, the action figures. Hero clicks. Hero clicks. I mean, I love me some X-Men. I'm all about it. X-Men anytime, anywhere I'm in. The cartoon, the first one, the, the second one, the third one, like all of them. All of them. They're all good. They don't make it bad. Like, they typically don't make bad X-Men stuff. And some, like, X-Men 3 wasn't a good movie. 
but it wasn't the worst superhero movie. Like, they've made other worst superhero movies. So, like, X-Men is squarely not in the bottom of anything. That's fair. All right, Victoria. What's your number three? My number three might seem surprising, but I really like... They're not that good, but I love them anyway. Uh, the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, that's fair. Have you seen all seven I of them? I love... Have I? I think I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've sat down and literally watched from beginning to end every single one of them. I've missed... Because I feel like they're always on TV. Yeah, they so are. So, like, I'm always, like, catching, like, bits and pieces. Like, what's your favorite one? Mm. The Tokyo one is probably a lot of fun. Tokyo I'm, Drift. Tokyo Drift. That's, and that's probably... Most would probably say it's probably the worst one. Yeah. I, like... I, and I reference it all the time, like, when anybody's <laughs> driving bad. And what's like funny drifting is... Drifting and turning really fast. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Tokyo Please, Drift. Slow your roll, Tokyo Drift. Like, I'm always referencing it. <laughs> and no one in that movie is in any of the other movies. Except for the Asian guy that dies. Right. I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but... Oh. Yeah, R.I.P. that guy. <laughs> is it Harada? I don't remember. Hero? He comes back in the Fast and Furious, what is it, 8, 7? And he doesn't come back. What it is is they're not in order. Oh, yeah, you what you find out, okay. Yeah, that no, yeah, you're right. When you you're when right. you meet him in Tokyo Drift that's, and he dies after, during yeah, yeah, he dies in an accident in during Tokyo Drift. That's actually after five, six, and seven. I think they were just I just think they just didn't really think it through. They're like, you know what, that guy was really cool. Well no, they so we're have, just gonna tell people right. they were out of order. Well they didn't right. have they didn't have a way to tie that one in. Yeah. So they had to either bring the white kid in or him, and I guess the white kid was busy. I don't know. I don't know. Fair, fair. But See, anyway, that's, that's how that's how you just don't include anyone. Right. No one else is in this movie because right. it takes place takes place in the future and everyone's already dead. Right. Mm. There you go. Yeah. And it's so, a good yeah. It's a nice out on it. And mm-hmm. so like in the eighth one, the the white kid cameos in the beginning, and he's like, you know, hey Han. Oh, his name was Han. Han wanted you to have this. Go get him. Go get them, buddy. Get get um, yeah, there's just uh, lots of... I love action movies. No, and you know what? They are fun. They're fun. I feel like they're like the chips of the movies. <laughs> you're just like, of, yeah. Like you're just food. like, yeah, exactly. You can have, there's like a bunch of them, and you can you can have as many as you want. You can just keep going. They're not just... particularly like filling or like substantial, but you still like them anyway. But eventually, still... you'll be full. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if that's true. I don't think you can fill it up on those things. No, you're right, though. They are... They're fun they're silly paul walker dying made them a little more serious yeah and then all of a sudden they kind of took on this new because all man because then paul walker became everyone's hero right like most people probably couldn't have picked paul walker out of a lineup pre-death yeah but that i mean the only reason i drive is because paul walker i mean yeah i've seen like some elaborate stickers on the back of cars i've legit seen like License plates like R.I.P. Walker. Right. So I'm just like, what? Yeah. Tell me, tell me about the tangential time you what? actually met Paul Walker at a gas station one time, and you're probably sure it's not him. Also, and this is just kind of uh, weird. Uh, it's his girlfriend is suspiciously young. When he died, she was his fiance. They've been dating for like a given amount of time, like five or six years, mm-hmm. and she's only like 21. Wait, what? Yeah. So, like, when you do the math on like, them. Wait a minute. Yeah, Hold it's on. right. And and it's it's a very weird, like, if you look it up, and I don't, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but, yeah, the math on her, super suspect. Shady. A little bit. Anyway, I mean, he's dead now, so he can't defend himself. So we'll just <laughs> say it's a misunderstanding, but uh, it's a little inappropriate. And on that note, so is this segment. 
We're going to kind of get out. And when we come back, we're going to do our twos and ones. All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from hero clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest-ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. All right, Conroe, welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I was jamming out to that. Nerd Thug Radio here on 104.5, 106.1. We are in the middle of our weekly top three for those who missed it in the opening round. Nico chose the Lego Universe as his number three franchise. I chose X-Men. Victoria chose Fast and the Furious, and then we did eight minutes on Vin Diesel being the greatest actor alive. Um, now that we're back... Biggest impact on my life. Vin yeah. Well, listen, that's actually 100% accurate. The two most important fictional characters you care about were both, both voiced by Vin Diesel. Right. Groot and the Iron Giant. Yeah. For me, it's Fifle. The Iron Giant too. Yeah. What? You, you didn't know that? <laughs> back when he was selling street sharks what? on promotional videos... That's a real thing. YouTube that. That's a real thing. YouTube, Vin Diesel, what? Street Sharks. Wait, he was a, Street Sharks, like the TV show? Yeah. I was he, once seeing a guy. He was I a, love Street Sharks. He's a promo guy who sold the toys. He oh, made a commercial great. playing with the toys. <laughs> right. My life is forever complete now. Right. Thank you, Vin Diesel. You changed my life forever. <laughs> right. And his side gig back then was voicing the Iron Giant, I guess. Super bad. He's, I feel like... Vin Diesel on the surface looks really simple, and then... Aww. 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 Simple Jack. Then he's like, just kidding. I got all kinds of things. Yeah, and those are the Chronicles of Riddick, Victoria. Those are fantastic movies. He's actually a really big nerd. Right. He's actually Uh, amazing. That's exactly what I'm saying. He has a Dungeons & Dragons character that apparently he's played through for decades and wants to make a movie about. But oh, he can't he's find, on the next level. He that can't, hardcore. He can't find people to make the movie. That's how nerdy he is. <laughs> Other like, people oh. are like, Vin, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, trust me, guys. This is great. I love it. It'll be no. good. It'll be great. We can put the orange iron in it. Family. <laughs> Family. It's anyway, everything. Right. Ex- except it's not, Vin. Money is everything. Go away. <laughs> Go away. He actually went broke making uh, that last Riddick movie. And if it had failed, he would have. he would have been completely busted he actually signed on to do the fast and the furious to finish financing the uh the rest of that last riddick movie they're also mm. completely owned by him he owns the rights to those yeah he blew his money to get the, to own that stuff right to make that last the last movie did good enough though that so he, he turned out all right good good for vindy right he's doing okay now oh, good for no, no good more for vinny yeah no more no more uh cheap food for them they're okay all right, Nico, we've now burned all the time in this segment. Number right. two. My number two is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I love the card game. I love the TV show. like the movies. It's all good. Okay, that's fair. That's good. I mean, it's a terrible choice, but it's typical. Right. Well, I mean, So typical. Important to me. <laughs> right. No, fair enough. I mean, I let you have a voice, so I guess I have to live with the choice of that. The choice wah, wah, wah. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Look, the Yu-Gi-Oh is one of the number one trading card game on the planet, right? Number two. Magic, number one. 
Is Magic bigger than Yu-Gi-Oh now? Magic is way bigger than Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't. I for a long time I thought Yu-Gi-Oh was bigger. Did, did one pass the other at some point? No, Magic's always been number one. Okay, all right. I, I guess I was just wrong about that. But I don't follow the trade card game as hard as you do. That is that is your realm. Right. Yeah. I respect your expertise on that. Put uh, that my, respect on his name. Respect. Put respect on his name. You better put respect on my name. So my my number two is Mass Effect, mm -hmm. the video game trilogy that was on PlayStation Three. And this new one that everyone else hates but me. And, uh, and Andromeda. <laughs> Andromeda. Uh, the first three were really cool because the company that makes them really, really, the company that makes them, I, I, I'm in love with how they make games. Bioware? Bioware builds these incredibly intricate games where the choices you make affect other things in the game. And then they build on that. So in the Mass Effect trilogy, the choices you make in game one dragged through all three games and had effects on the outcomes generated different events because of the choices you made throughout the game. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So like characters would be dead or alive. The storyline would be different. Uh, the, the, the large story was the same, obviously, because that's mm -hmm. too crazy. But the middle parts, the meat of the story were all different. That's pretty cool. It is. And they 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 do that with all their games. Dragon Age has the same stuff, but in each game, it doesn't carry over or through. Oh. Um, just because each game is set in a whole different time and section of the world. But in that Mass Effect first trilogy, the decisions affected the whole the whole planet and it, or the whole game, the whole game universe. And so that's really it's rather it's a rather large idea, but it's a really cool idea. Uh Seems like quite Victoria. the Yeah, it seems like it would be impossible to make. I'm kind of learning how to code right now, and I'm nowhere near the point where I can actually make a code do something yet, but it does really blow my mind that they can make a code that actually works. Like adapts like that. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My number two is Sailor Moon. No. I, I love that show as a child. Um, Still, whenever we go to, like, Comic Palooza or Comic Cons. That's it's not pronounced Comic Palooza. I said Palooza. I heard loser. loser. Did you hear loser or loser? I heard loser. That hurt. I feel like you took that real personal. I did. I you did. Got real. I was like, real. no, she did not. I just called me a loser. Did she just come across the table with shade? Anyway, uh, no shade to be thrown. No shade Comment to be thrown. Palooza. Thank you. Loosa. Loser. I think she did it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a great show. Kind of didn't make any sense. I loved the random... The um, negative zone. The negative people. It, Evil. The, the negaverse. Negaverse. Okay. That's what it's called. <laughs> the negaverse was where all the bad people lived. Um, well, and I liked how there was Tuxedo Mask, who literally his whole would bit. just come in. Like, his bit would be like when everybody's like, oh, feeling down and out. Like, oh, we can't really do this. He would just come in, like, throw a flower. They'd be like, you know what, guys? We got this. And, like, just resume. He was, right. a, he was like, he a motivational no, he speaker. He had no powers. <laughs> Wait, so he literally had no powers? No. He he's literally a dude. was just coming. Like, he was he was, he was acrobatic. That was his ability. I didn't realize he didn't have... I thought he had, like, a magic <laughs> no, thing. No, he's you know. a dude with a mask and a So tuxedo. nothing. <laughs> nothing. None, nothing at all. He basically is, like, uh, hardcore parkour. He, like, jumps on, like, roofs and stuff. And somehow sharpens roses and throws and them at ground. And does it in tuxedo and mask. Right, with like a cape. completely dapper outfit. And his thing is just like romantic rose. And it's always like, he just like throws the rose. And it's like, zooms in on the rose. So like, no we power, got though. This. No powers. Okay. No, none. No Except for the powers. power of love. Right, that's what it is. Okay. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news would say, you're right, the power of love. That's a song from the 80s. 
And uh, that sounds fake, though. I don't think that's like, I don't, <laughs> that sounds, okay. All right, so the tuxedo mask was literally a guy who followed them everywhere. Anyone else does that, like, they go to jail. Cheerleading team. Right, right. He's right. the cheerleading team. He, he was the cheerleader, and, and I liked that the, was he, I liked that the characters were really relatable. Like, the main character, she was, like, the youngest. She was kind of like a crybaby. She'd be like, this is hard. I don't want to do a teenager. this. <laughs> to be fair, she was fighting, like, tentacle monsters from the negverse and then she'd just be like i'm really hungry i'm i'm really tired this sounds like, really relatable to you victoria <laughs> right this it sounds like a lot like, of conversations was... i had with you oh. did yeah, you no, did you think fine. you were sailor moon maybe she was the, the only thing the only thing i don't understand <laughs> I about that it. show was like i don't know why they're sailors a lot of leg a lot of leg oh, yeah. um but that's like that that art style they just have like their torso is like this big. Right. And their legs are like yeah. this big. If the character is five feet tall, it's three and a half feet of leg. Yeah. Minimum. <laughs> and then their head's nine inches, so then that that's it for the torso. Like, <laughs> yeah. Compact. But yeah, no, I definitely, I don't like, no armor or anything. Yeah, It's a weird choice. It was choice. magic. It was magic. Right, we are running low on the time, Nico. You're numero uno. Everyone expects it. It's Dark Souls. Everyone's favorite game franchise is three games. They're all amazing. Go play it. You know, I'm a little blown away that you didn't put Rick and Morty anywhere on your list. Oh, so it's just a show. It's not a franchise. Wow. Dang. Wow. Bombshells. Bombshells. I had literally just sent uh, a link to our last episode to Dan Harmon, so he's probably going to hear this one. And the first time he hears you. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That just got out of hand. I really enjoy your show, though. (laughs) Just challenge him to a fist fight and then try to give him a compliment. I Boy, still you, really respect you as an artist. You're going to go far. <laughs> you're going to go far. Um, my number one uh, super nerd thing, one of the things that just really made me love being a nerd, the Dragonlance series. It's a series of books. It's like 28 books. There's yeah, Well, there's all kinds of like tie-ins and stuff because they do, uh, think Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones, except the world of magic like magic everyone knows magic is real in this world not like five people have seen something creepy um and so yeah just forces of darkness are coming to take over the world and this one group of companions wind up saving the entire world by going on a series of quests and adventures um it's a really interesting story i really enjoyed it it goes over a bunch of books and then they do all these tie-ins and the children have their own adventures and then those also they they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger but really the core story of the first three the chronicles uh, They call it the Companions Trilogy. And it's the Dragons of Winter, Autumn, and Spring. That's pretty cool. The Seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And then they do a summer one, and the summer's about the kids. Oh, that's kind of neat. Getting out of here. What's your number one, Nikki? Victoria. Sorry. I just just pulled a half dad and combined jaw. Yeah. Yeah, you sound like dad. Come here, Koji. But like really combine just, all the kids yeah. together into but one I, being. I love it because he always says my name first. Right, because you were number <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, because right. you're the first one. He always calls Nico Corey. I know. Right. And occasionally he calls me Nico. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of take that as a compliment because it means he knows he says my name so much that he's trying to be aware of what name he's saying. And then he screws it up and says the wrong name. Well, uh, it's a compliment. Kind of, kind of a thing that we do with our dad is we watch Walking Dead. 
True. That's what we get, we get together on Sundays is, and we watch Walking Dead. Family yeah, friendly entertainment. It's like family <laughs> bonding time. Your mom hates it at this point. Yeah, she really hates it. But she sat like, through I the entire can't season. Watch this anymore. And she sits there and watches it with us. Right. <laughs> this is awful. And she sits there and watches it. Well, yeah, it, it gets it, at this point it's so it's dark. Yeah. It's real dark. A tiger, man. A it's tiger. real dark. They got a tiger now. So Round. it's Sheba. just really good. Round. It's really good. Puts you in a you know, in your head, you're like, What would I do? If I were them, let me let me answer that for all of you right now. You'd make it. You'd be dead. Mm-hmm. I'd make it. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Those those at home playing on the home, the home version. Vicky makes it. Nico doesn't. I make it. All right. Reasonable. No, no reasonable. like not even any, not even an objection from dead Nico. He's like, nope. no, that that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Absolutely positive. The right. only way I would make it is if. Someone else carried me throughout the whole thing, like Eugene. Right, you're right. Yes, someone else would have to. You're right. <laughs> you would need an Abraham to get you through it. And I like you, but I'm no Abraham. Like you're not gonna make it, man. <laughs> I got you. Thanks, Victoria. See, I got a Victoria. We're good. First time, first time in trouble. I'm making you dump them, and we're leaving. <laughs> Shoot me in the knee. Dear, yes, the first time it's like we're not gonna get out. Bang, Nico in the knee. We're we're on our way. Dang. Left behind. I mean, we'll take your packs with us. At least take Dang. my stuff. Right. Savage. <laughs> we'll loot the body. Oh, I'm Lord. not even a body yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I presume. Oh. <laughs> All right. And on that note, let's get the out of here before the, note. before Nico turns into a zombie. This has been Nerd Thug Radio. We'll be right back with the dreaded Nico segments. Hey guys, it's the unlocally famous Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. You know that. You're listening to the show. I want to talk about my friends over at Wild Thing Restaurant, 1488 I-45. They have the hottest girls, the coldest beer, the best food in all of Conroe. Get on down there, see the girls dressed up in them short blue jean shorts, them cowboy boots. They're going to treat you real nice. Ask for our girl Rocky when you're there. She'll take care of you. Just tell her Nerd Thug Radio sent you. That's Wild Thing Restaurant, I-45-1488. Best scenery in town. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys. For tuning in. Like, even the theme song is completely ridiculous. It's, it sounds I, like they like rounded up five girls in a mall and they're like, hey, can you just sing this real quick? That was the entirety of four kids, though. I love it. <laughs> bye, bye, moonlight. Okay, you want to know a crazy story about Sailor Moon? Hang they on real quick. This is 104.5, 106.1, Sister Stations. You are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. We are streaming, as always, on IrelandStar.com, Facebook backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Check us out uh, pretty much everywhere. Just Google us. We're the best. All right, go ahead. Tell your dumb story. Oh, right. That Sailor Moon has a has a pilot out there. You could go watch it um, of a live action. Get out of here. No, a live what? action Sailor Moon. There were like all the scenes where she's uh, she's just like a regular teenager. It's all live action. And then it's a terribly animated uh, transformation sequence into cartoon. What? Oh. No, but not the anime. American cartoon. Like it's new original animated stuff. It's not the old Japanese. So they were trying to combine live footage with cartoon. You know what? That's actually kind of a smart idea, budget wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, be- yeah. I assure you, it is because animation's expensive. Bro. Right. So if they could do like Half seven show, seven yeah. minutes of animation, 
Right. And then the rest of it live action. That is with reused transformation scenes. Right. With that is super cheap. That is someone smart. But that, I bet it's terrible. I oh, bet it's, it's awful. I <laughs> bet it's the worst. Well, just when they redid it this past time, it was just How many, not good. I don't even Sailor care. Moon Crystals, the remake. They brought it like back, right? Because it's been well. a long time. And yes. They reanimated it. They I revamped used, it. I, used, I did not like the animation style whatsoever. I used to make there, out with a girl who uh, who loved the show when I was like 14. Yeah. So this cartoon is old. Yeah. Like the the all the limbs are like extra extra long. The head is really big. I'm like, they, the proportions were strange. so now they look like the like, transformations were different. Like I felt like the transformations were really like quintessential and like they <laughs> changed them and like, it was just like no. so now they look like Bratz dolls. Like they're yeah, all they out of proportion. Did. With long and, like, limbs she and wasn't as oh, like she wasn't as like normal character. She was kind of like oh like it was just I don't know it just didn't. To be fair, didn't that, do it for me. It has to a lot to do with the uh, American kind of translation and kind of the adaptation to America because it's it's almost 100 percent completely like it's almost a completely different show at this point. And I think well, it was all in Japanese. It was no, I'm talking about the uh, the new one, yeah. But I mean, like the one you grew up watching is a completely different beast than its original yeah, no, show. For sure, for sure. Even way back then, I didn't I didn't different. understand anything. About the old show, like right. I, I sat in a room. Let's be real. I sat in a room with that with that TV on, with those episodes playing, numerous times, and have no idea what any of that stuff was. The the sailors are from different planets, but like no, they're named after different planets. Right. I don't like. I don't know. They're, they're half they're alien crystals from or something. Other planets. Yeah. Right. That doesn't even like. There are no aliens though. They're, the things are the monsters are from another universe, not from other planet. Like it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> So what but it's I, done so well. Yeah, it, <laughs> it works out well. Listen, anytime you get remade like five times, you clearly mattered at least once. Yeah. It's I just mean. kind of it's just kind of weird. Uh, the American kind of translation from all these Japanese shows because like Pokemon, that uh, that one, Digimon. Like Man, the Digimon was the stuff, right? Okay, so Nico used to watch. I love so much Digimon, but because we Digimon kids. was Good. far superior to Pokemon, only in the sense that I didn't watch enough of it to know story-wise or anything like that. But just speaking in terms of my tiny little T-Rex robot face guy turned into a giant T-Rex robot face guy like in one season. Meanwhile, these guys are running around with a little pet bird and a ball that stays a pet bird and a ball for three years. <laughs> Not scared. I want my pet T-Rex guy who blows up into a thing with six arms and wings and spit fire, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like, that little T-Rex thing was so much more cooler than anything you were and ever going to... he had a personality. He didn't just say his name a thousand times. Right, see, I couldn't care less about that. Whatever. I, but if I have a pet T-Rex and he doesn't turn into a giant armed warrior with a sword with wings and a cool Indian-looking metal mask, I'm disappointed. Right. So, like, like, the, like, the like the logic of transformation is way better in Digimon. Like, yeah. Like, doing it like, completely different. Like, there's, like, the bug guy turns into a bigger bug guy. I'm like, right. Okay, that's boring. Then you got, like, Dragon Man grows, like, opposable thumbs and wields claws. Right. <laughs> like, what? they get, like, battle Ooh. armor. That, so, like, the Pokemon turn into bigger, better versions of themselves, but, like, on a much smaller scale. Yeah. And then in the Digimon, like, your pet turns into a seven-foot-tall ultimate warrior. There was just, like... Run with it. Right. Do whatever you Do want. Do whatever you want. And then it was like, oh, phase four? Now I can now I can basketball slam the moon. Whatever. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Happens all the time. Right. At one point there was a there was a Digimon that literally turns from like a tiny little winged kind of dragon thing into a literal just angel. Like a straight up like that's right. the next level is right. just he's now a person with six wings 
and he beats people up with a stick. Like, that's not even connected vaguely. And he came from heaven. <laughs> they were just like, do whatever you right. want. He starts out as a... Free as a, reign. He starts out as Fozzie Bear with a bowler hat. By the end of it, he's literally an agent of heaven. <laughs> right. Just wrap your brain around that. Not even, not even at the end of it. That's his next t- t- stage. Yeah. That's the one next to it. It's not final form. No. It's, his it's final form is a dragon. Level two. <laughs> look, look, if you go from angel to dragon, and then the other guy is like, Pika. That's like a, it's a slam dunk. Like, <laughs> There's no way you can win. I don't even understand like why Pokemon succeeded. And really they did, they won. They won the war. If you're like, oh, what's the better thing? Like if you could own one of the two franchises, you'd own Pokemon. You wouldn't own Digimon. You would say, oh, obviously I want to own the Pokemon franchise because I'd be worth a bajillion dollars right now. Right. Digimon, like, okay, you made like $2 million off of a cartoon. Right. And the thing that's actually funny is that uh, Digimon was actually the first one. It was the original Tamagotchi little guys. Oh, those were so cool. Right. So the Tamagotchi <clears throat> in Japan, when they released them, they're like, oh, these are really great. And they're a really big hit with the girls. How do we get the boys? Make them fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was, brilliant. That's yeah. what they did. And then, then Digimon existed. And then Pokemon came out. And then Digimon got an animated series after Pokemon. Uh, so then everyone was like, they got Mon in the name. They're clearly the same thing. See? That's see. silly. They're, n- they're nothing alike either. I and you know, remember you bought me a Tamagotchi when I was a kid. Yeah. For one of my birthdays or something. I loved Tamagotchis. I thought they were the coolest thing. I don't a know why. Pet. Yeah, I just, like, I already had pets that I didn't take care of at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought a Tamagotchi was so much better than that. Like, my dog was like, mm, and I was like, whatever, I got a digital fish now. I don't need you. Like, <laughs> digital fish. Like, it doesn't even make sense out loud now that I'm a grown-up. It's clearly stupid. But I loved, <laughs> loved Tamagotchis. I thought that was the cool. I mean, I'd had a million. My sister had like 10 on a keychain, and I hated her for it. I was like, <laughs> why do you need this many? You don't even feed them. Like, you don't even like them. And I would get hers, and I would beat them and punish them, like, so that hers would die. Because oh I thought that was the appropriate way to handle that, because I was I was a jerk. <laughs> I was a very rude nine-year-old kid. But um, But, yeah, I hated that she had like 20 of them, because I had one that I took care of. Right. He was red and yellow. He was awesome. Wow. And I He's t- really close to Corey's heart. He remembers all the details. I, I, yeah, he was like a little egg-shaped red and yellow I remember color. the one you gave me. I could never get to hatch out of the egg. I was like, please, just hatch. And it just never wanted to. It didn't like you. <laughs> What'd you do? But also, I was like, I think like four or five. So I probably was just like, just didn't even know how to work it. Probably abused it. You probably abused it. I think because there's three buttons on the thing. It's the screen and three tiny buttons. Right. There's no kind of indication about what button is what. That's because it comes with a little book that says the, Corey, the Corey. love button, the feed button, the hate button. Well, I pressed all three several <laughs> times. She she probably just gave it, like, she was probably just, like, so, like, off the wall. I was like, it was just what does this one do? Up. Why doesn't it wake up? It just up? kept like resetting. Pressing, like, oh, right. like yeah. it's like, I'm about to hatch. Reset. I'm about to hatch. Reset. <laughs> I'm about to hatch. Reset. <laughs> and she's like, it's never going to hatch. Reset. <laughs> Poor thing's like, I just want to live. <laughs> let me live. Please, I'll be so good to you if you let me live. <laughs> Finally hatches. Reset. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that? Reset. Oh. He's yeah, I gone. think it hatched once, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then you forgot to feed it, and <laughs> yeah, it died. and it died. And it died. How tragic. The Tamagotchis must be loved. I just thought it was really cool that it would die. So, like, I didn't want it to die. I wanted to win. I wanted to win. Wanted right. To... Well, think about that, but then you get to battle other people. Oh, my God. I would have raised the most fightingest, coolest 
Oh, right. So you got your little your little my little goldfish dude. would have been the most dangerous, deadly goldfish. Right, in but the at that point he would he would be an angel. Like he would he would be yeah, a dragon right. at that point. He would have found final form, and they would have mailed me a new tamagotchi for him to move into. Right, <laughs> they would have been like, put your tamagotchi in the back of this one. He'll right. float. Right now, now, now it's got four buttons. Right, the fourth button is for beating people. Yeah. Yeah, it like the the literally the Tamagotchi itself would hover. It would be like a drone that followed me all the time. <laughs> like a, it's it's a, it's a digital it's pet to wings. the extreme. It's, it's final form in 1995 would have been a flying drone with an iPad stapled to the front of it. <laughs> and like, it would have just looked around all the time. And like when I pointed stuff, it would have been like, and then it would have shown a picture of fire, like it was breathing fire <laughs> on it, flashing pictures and you'd of fire. Be like, Good job. Right, and then I would have like I would have high fived the iPad. And the iPad would have flashed a paw up as though it were high fiving me. Corey's Man, where are we? Like, Corey's we put a lot of time into this. We need new Tamagotchis now. I'm going to put it on my list of things to do. Tamagotchi app. Tamagotchi bring app. Tamagotchis back. Yeah. 2K17. Someone, someone check the stock price on Tamagotchi because I'm bringing it back, y'all. <laughs> no, it's not just going to be an app this time. It's just going to be a physical thing. Yeah. You still got to buy them. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, you know, uh, there was a thing that the, the Savages got for the kids last year. It, it came in an egg, and you had no idea what was inside the egg. Oh, yeah. And then it hatches out of the egg, and you love and care for it. Right. You have no idea what it looks like when you buy it. You just buy an like egg. It. Right. And then you, like, activate the egg, and it hatches. Yeah, and it takes time to hatch. It doesn't hatch right away. I heard lots of people were getting frustrated with it. Like, it would say random stuff in the middle yeah, of the night. Yeah, because it like, learns. Mm, no no deal. Well, what, what you don't, you don't know, teach what you don't learn. remember It'll is learn. the Furbies. No, I remember the, the Furbies. I had a couple of Furbies. The Furbies had a learning program already in them, and so they would learn whatever you would teach them. And um, what they essentially like a bad parrot. They picked up the things you didn't want them to, to repeat. <laughs> so all of a sudden they're doing curse words and making inappropriate noises that it heard in the room. Logic. Um, yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> Why does your fur? Never mind. Is that a box spring noise? What is that? All right, you're grounded. Uh, but yeah, so Furbies were like the first trader in the house. And yeah, so the egg things also, they didn't always hatch right. Yeah, yeah. there were several cases of that. So then you had to, I mean, what do you like? What do you do? Smash and they were all sold out everywhere. Yeah, so you couldn't can't get return them. them. And they only hatch once. Right. Because like the egg itself breaks. It's like a lot of steps. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah, no. Just buy a Tamagotchi. No what a bunch of squares. They, they better, they better be, they better have corrected all those errors by the time I have children or they're just not getting one. Oh yeah, they were. I was gonna buy you that, but no, it doesn't work. Mm -mm. Mm. So that was the Nico segment. <laughs> it's like a reminiscent of a time I wasn't even alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's probably all oh. stuff you love. I do. Anyway, when we come back, we're gonna get us out of here on the final segment of the show. Thank you for listening and being patient with us. Come right back. We got twelve more minutes for you. Nerd Thug Radio. I thought you were gonna do Digimon. Hey guys, Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. Oh, switch back on that one. That's right. Nerd Thug Radio coming at you here on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. 
And as always on IrelandStar.com, we are streaming worldwide. Check us out on NerdThugRadio.com, on Facebook backslash NerdThugRadio. We tweet, we toot, we do it all. We're big time. Google us. We're the best. NerdThugRadio, uh, coming at you from uh, Lone Star Community Radio. I don't know if we say that enough. We probably should say that more. Anyway, before we get too far into this, why don't you tell, uh, don't you tell the good city of Conroe about our friend's wild thing? Step into a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. There's a bar a res- <laughs> and a restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area right at FM 1488 and 945, welcoming ambience and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 television rarely, uh, regularly airing local and nationally televised events. Uh, daily specials and pricing, Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant. Easy on the eyes. Yeah, all right. That is, it's a fun place to go. Check it out if you've got some time. Wild Thing Bar and Grill. It is very easy on the eyes. Uh, I've been sharing some really good ads from them on my Facebook. Um, that being said, this is Corey DLG with Nico DLG and Vicky DLG. Hey, guys. Completing the DLG takeover one more time. Um... We're running out of time here, but this is something I want to talk about today. Um, Hulu has announced, they got a big signing here. I, I I always keep track of this in my head. I'm always kind of just, because I only do Netflix, but there's always kind of a little bit of a war, right? Because Hulu and Netflix and Amazon, they're all competing with mm-hmm. streaming services. Mm-hmm. Hulu got a big gain, big gain, over 800 hours or 800 episodes TGIF, the entire TGIF lineup, hmm. Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step, Perfect Strangers, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Dang. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. That's a big deal. That is the 90s right there. Mm-hmm. If you were a child of the 90s and now have money to burn and you're a corporate schlub, you get Hulu now. Right, because right, now you can relive all your family memory, mem- Does, memories. You know what sticks out to me though? <laughs> you know what sticks out to me though is the Full House. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of strange because they have on Netflix. Right. Fuller House, the sequel, is on Netflix. Right. So how did they not? How they get a second season? <laughs> how did they not secure the the other show? Like the, yeah. If they're doing a sequel to it, do you think that was just an over? Like, how did they? What did they screw up there? Maybe they just got paid a fat stack of cash, and they're like, oh yeah. This is fine. Maybe Fuller House didn't perform that well, so they were just... Well, well Netflix, not a second season. Right. Netflix, okay. So here's... Okay. Let's let's talk about this. Okay. So real quick. This month debuting on Netflix, Voltron Season 3 debuts August 4th. Oh, catch Defenders, up on that. August 18th. Death Note, August 25th. And then of note to me, Brad Paisley, Comedy Rodeo, August 15th. I know we're all going to be watching that. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that specifically as a joke because of this note. I received an article via text... From the Joey Savage. He's going to be mad we're going to talk about this, but that's okay. We're going to, really? we're going to scoop him here. Um, Netflix is massively in debt. Wow. I was I was literally just thinking, like, I really don't know how Netflix makes that much They have money. over 100 million subscribers. So you should at least think that they're doing okay. Yeah. However, they just announced that they're going to be taking in another, I believe the number is $500 million in line of credit spread out over five lending institutions. This time last year, they had $3.36 billion in long-term debt on the books. This time now, it's 4.84. Wow. Over the last 12 months, they lost $2.1 billion in cash. And on the books over the next three years is roughly $13 billion in debt they have to pay out that they owe. Doesn't sound so good for Netflix. 
Um, that's kind of, so they, they've started canceling shows and stuff like that. They bet big. What, the eventual goal of Netflix, so most of the money that they're spending is to get the rights to stream the stuff that they're streaming. Yeah. They buy these packages. They partner with Disney and all that. None of that's free. All of that costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, um, Hulu just won a bidding war on something. I don't remember what it was, but the, the price was $200 million. Oh, no, it was $160 million for five years of Seinfeld. That's what Hulu paid to get that. $160 million. For effectively reruns. Right, to air reruns, right, of the greatest sitcom ever, blah, blah, blah. That's right, but I mean, what percentage of people who have a Netflix subscription watch Seinfeld? Well, and here's the thing. So if you're Hulu, and that's what you just did, you're basically saying $50 million a year. So then you want to see a jump of 5 million subscribers, right, if Hulu's 10 bucks, Right. You want to see 5 million new customers to to justify that, right? Right. I mean, because you have a budget of where you're going to use your money, and that's why these things are rotating. That's why these things are moving between the different places. It's because each company is going to spend only X amount of dollars every year on on streaming rights. So that being said, uh, I mean... Maybe I don't want to watch Full House. Now i got to watch Fuller House, and i got to buy a Netflix subscription. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so they bl- they've been bleeding money this whole time, but that's actually led them to do some cancellations here. Um, I this blows my mind. So Sense Eight, Girl Boss, and The Get Down all got canceled this last year. Oh, did they? And it's taken Netflix this long since their inception, this ten years, whatever it is. Those are only the fourth, fifth, and sixth shows they've canceled. Um, which by the way, I guess that means you make a really bad show if you get canceled on Netflix. Just saying, just saying. Right. Um. Well, Sensei is just too expensive. And that's what it boiled down to is the, the people, the amount of people streaming it didn't justify the cost of that. Um, and so that's basically is what happens, what's happening here. Now they do gamble big house of cards. Apparently it's a hundred million dollars a season. Right. And I don't understand how that hits that number. That's gotta be a lot of, most of that has got to go to the That's cast. Actor, I, yeah, the actor salary. And those are big time actors. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. uh, I don't know if Kevin Spacey's worth. What is he getting? Twenty, twenty-five million? Then, like, that's a lot of money, right, for a show. That's a pretty penny. That is a pretty penny. You're right. That's a real pretty penny. I, I will take twenty-five million from Netflix any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they're spending a lot of money on these shows. The Crown was another one of theirs, and that one was another hundred million dollar gamble. Marco Polo was uh, supposed to be like a Game of Thrones type show for them. They did two seasons. It cost them over $200 million. Canceled. Canceled. Cancel order, man. Cancel order. Yeah, because I really liked Sense8. I'm kind of sad. Right. And just the issue was they just didn't they didn't hold back when they were making that show. They just went all well, out. Well, they're, they're hoping that, you know, like the quality is going to be so good that people are like, oh, Yeah, hey, but they actually, it. there's other ways to do shows like that, but they actually shot on location. So like when the little bar said Qatar, they were literally in Qatar and they took the whole cast and they, they all went to Qatar. That's what I'm saying. It's like there are cheaper ways they're, to they're make spending, that show. They're spending Game of Thrones money, but not getting all that Game of Thrones love. Mm. And the other problem is HBO recoups a lot of their money. Because they have a subscription. They have a subscription service also, but HBO recoups a lot of their money. They're essentially the same model, except HBO does DVDs. Mm, yeah. Netflix doesn't That's really so do DVDs. Um, BoJack Horseman and Stranger Things, no DVD sets. Those are two of their most well-known created shows. Oh, man, I really want a Can't DVD set. Can't wait for Stranger Things to come back. I know. That commercial, two months. That trailer's looking good. Two months. Yeah, when they showed the first preview, it was like two months ago, and it was for October, and you're like, seriously? What? What? But it's coming up now. It is coming up yeah. now. 
But yeah, they're spending all kinds of money, and are they getting back the right return? Like, do you, I don't know what they spent on Stranger Things, but I bet Stranger Things did better than probably half the shows they spent more money on. Right. That's true. That's I feel with Netflix, they really, really either hit or miss. Yeah, and yes, yes. And there's no, well, there's, no, Sense8 probably, well, they would. Like a middle ground yeah, kind that's of a deal. Because the response was so strong to the cancellation that they then had to go back and say, we're going to let them do a wrap-up movie take care of the storylines so they're going to come back for some sort of two-hour special since eight they did they did like a christmas one which you know that those usually (laughs) sound really cheesy like a christmas special or a christmas episode no like a christmas episode Uh, i don't even think it was even during christmas time of since eight yeah oh okay yeah they did like a two-hour special oh recently Mm -hmm. that's probably the wrap-up then uh, it didn't seem like a wrap-up, but it's been a while since I've seen it. That that was probably the wrap-up then. Unless they have some other two-hour special that they spent loads of money on. Right, that's about to come <laughs> out. Yeah, and so to me, I, I almost feel like there's there's better ways to do this. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe they need to kind of I reinvestigate think, the... I think like, they're trying too hard to like, appeal to so many audiences. They end up just spending money everywhere. What, and then they can't recoup half of it because right. half of it doesn't no one watches it. And the original goal, well the 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 actual goal is over time to shift to only original content. But oh, really? That's yeah. the goal? Netflix one day will only be Netflix content. That's probably 20 years from now, but you if they live They've that long. said that as the goal? Yeah. Yeah, the really? reason that surprises me. The reason they even got well, think about their mo- think about their model. Otherwise, their model is all of their money is getting paid out to other people to air other people's shows. That's true. I mean, Netflix okay. original stuff. I mean, some of it's just real good. Some of it's good and some of it's terrible, but there's a lot yeah. of it, and that's them being aggressive, because essentially any dollar they take away from shows that they buy, they're taking that dollar and then apparently another dollar from somewhere else and putting it into their own stuff. That's, yeah. Um, and so Netflix has been just free spending this whole time. Now, Amazon and Hulu are starting to do original content, but they are in no way, shape, or form as big of a hurry as Netflix has been to kind of race away from other people's stuff. No. The one that I've been watching on Hulu is The Handmaiden's Tale. Uh, that's a big deal. People are really liking that. Yeah. Um, it's so far really good. It's really interesting. I'm a sucker for, like, dystopian... Is it the future? They look very in the past. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like in the future, but they've kind of taken Christianity and religion and taken things back a few steps. But it's very much so like Big oh, Brothers still okay. kind of. So there's technology kind of hiding. Um, yes and no. They were just like, we need to go back to our old ways where women just stay at home and men go fight the war. I can't and- think of anything worse than making women stay at home. Just because I like to be at home. And then if they're going to be there too... Like, now I don't get to watch what I want to watch. Yeah. And then they're going to make me, like, eat whatever they cook, and then I don't get to go eat the food I want. Like, this just gets worse and worse the more I think about it. Just yeah. let Truly You know what? Tragic. They should go get a job and support me. I want to be the stay-at-home husband. I want to be kept like a pet. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll ladies, if you're interested. Yeah, I'll wear a collar. Yeah. Whatever. No, um, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I... We went on a tangent there, but yeah, that's, I don't know. It's a really good series. So I was kind of like impressed. I was like, because I had heard a lot about it, but I hadn't really ever bothered with any of Hulu's original stuff. Yeah. Besides Mindy Project. Because that used to be a Fox show. Mindy. And then Kaling. Hulu was like, 
we got you. Fox did the world a favor by canceling it, and then Hulu was like, nope, I everyone really hasn't like suffered the enough. I really like the Mindy Project. I really <laughs> like it. There is nothing redeeming or funny about that show. I really like it. I guess maybe it just appeals to like a female market. M- maybe because she should. Because I have should... friends that really like it, too. No, I'm sure you can find, I mean, enough idiots to say they like something. That doesn't change the fact that it's terrible. <laughs> I, got that, I got that solid reaction. That was good. <laughs> and on that note, let's get out of here before I get murdered by my sister. Uh, this has been Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, same Nerd He's Thug time, murdered. same Nerd Thug channel. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Stay safe and be kind. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at irlonestar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ? Starting your own talk show? Yeah. Contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.